Welcome to Two Nerds and a Book. I'm Kimmy. And I'm Dylan. This is a literary podcast about surprise books. We pick two books a month, one older that we've been wanting to read for a while, and one new, hopefully from this month, that at least one of us is excited about. The book we'll be reading for the next two weeks is Rebel in the... S- oh, it's Rebel of the Sands. Oh my god, are you just now reading the book for the first time? Shh. <laughs> Rebel of the Sands by Alwyn Hamilton. According to the copyright page, it came out in 2016. But according to Goodreads, it came out in 2015. But if it came out in 2016, that would make sense because it got a Goodreads Choice Award in 2016. So there's a bit of speculation there, whether or not it cheated. (laughs) I mean, wouldn't be the first time something's cheated on an award show. So this book... Like we said, it has a Goodreads Choice Award, which means it's probably good, according to a number of people who are on Goodreads. You know? Hopefully. Teenagers, stay-at-home moms, my stepmother. But anyway, it's a teen fantasy adventure book. There are two different covers for this book. We both have the original cover, but the newer cover matches that of the next books. Yes, so the most recent book, Hero at the Fall, came out last month. I had words in my head and I forgot them. Bravo! Thank you. Do you want to just read the synopsis for us? I will read the synopsis! That is something that I can do! Rebel of the Sands. Mortals rule the desert nation of Miraji, but mythical beasts still roam the wild and remote areas, and rumor has it that somewhere, jinns still perform their magic. For humans, it's an unforgiving place, especially if you're poor, orphaned, or female. Amani Alhiza is all three. She's a gifted gunslinger with perfect aim, but she can't shoot her way out of Dustwalk, the backcountry town where she's destined to wind up wed or dead. Then she meets Jin, a rakish foreigner in a shooting contest, and sees him as the perfect escape route. Though she's spent years dreaming of leaving Dustwalk, she never imagined she'd gallop away on a mythical horse, or that it would take a foreign fugitive to show her the heart of the desert she thought she knew. Rebel of the Sands reveals what happens when a dream deferred explodes in the fires of rebellion, the smolder of romantic passion, and the all-consuming inferno of a girl finally, at long last, embracing her power. So for me, that sounds like Robin Hood meets uh, Jesper from Six of Crows, really talented gunslinger who falls in love with a weird guy. I'm excited about this main character. She sounds really awesome. I love a good, strong female lead. It's just the love interest aspect that seems Well, what I like about the description in the synopsis is it doesn't focus on the romance aspect, which means it's probably not going to be a huge point in the book. At least that's what I'm hoping. Because it's too often where you're like, there's this really strong girl and she's really excited about things, and then she meets a guy and she falls in love, and then what will happen next? Will she choose love over her destiny? And it's like, don't do that. Great movie announcer voice, by the way. Thank you, a practice. I gotta stop eating while I'm recording. But at least it doesn't seem like there's going to be a second love interest yet. I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. There's no mention of a third guy, but you never know. Because I hate love triangles. Love triangles are what kills trilogies. I mean, it's it's fine sometimes. Like, sometimes it's not bad. Dylan has this uh, recipe for trilogies with love triangles. Basically, you have the main character, typically a girl in YA. You have the main character and her two love interests. She's into one of them. The third one appears and is like, I'm gonna take you away. In the second one, she breaks up or has a fight with the one that she's into. And it's like, oh god! And then she kind of gets into the second love interest more. And then in the third one, she ends up with the main love interest anyway. 
I like how you said that was like my theory, but I had no idea that was a thing. Wait, you told me about that. No. You did. No, I said I don't like it when the two love interests appear at once, so you don't know who you're supposed to root for, and then you end up rooting for the wrong one, and then you just hate the rest of the series. Totally not speaking from experience. Not at all. No. <laughs> but you did tell me about that. You told me about that when we lived in the apartments. You were like, There's, they're always fighting in the second one, and the third one, she chooses one of them. I don't remember that. I think about that every time I read a trilogy. I hate love triangles. I like it better when they don't show up at once. Like when I'm not introduced at the same time? Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, I hate them anyway. Plus, there's two other books in the series so far. I don't know if it's going to be a series or if it's going to be a trilogy, and I'm really hoping it's not a trilogy. I'm expecting a lot of adventure. This sounds like one of those books where you travel to another land, and I'm just stoked. The cover makes me think of Arabian Nights, first off. And now I kind of want it to be romantic, but I don't like romance novels as much as I like YA romance, but I also hate YA romance. You're more interested in the romance aspect than I am. True, true. Based off of just our bookshelves. Yeah, I was gonna say most of my books are like Cinder and YA romance across the board. Every single John Green book. <laughs> Just on first glance, do you prefer the older cover or the newer cover? Okay, the newer cover is badass. She's got fire in her hand. She's walking away from the from more fire, or is she on fire? It's really cool. Really, really cool. I don't particularly care for the newer, the older covers. I mean, I like that the newer covers are done really well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks like they matches from what we know of them so far. I honestly don't prefer the new one over the old one. I mean, it's not a bad cover. I've seen some new covers that look horrendous. Mm -hmm. And this one, she looks badass. Hopefully she remains badass, because this is the first of a series. Maybe a trilogy. I don't know if there's going to be a fourth one or she's going to stop at three. The fact that the last one is called Hero at the Fall makes it sound like it could be the last one. Yeah, but I thought Red Queen was going to be a trilogy and that was not how that one went. So I have to keep my brain eyes open. Your brain eyes, huh? <laughs> yes. What other kind of eyes do you have? But I do like the traditional cover just because it's shiny. Um. <laughs> Ooh, shiny. <laughs> But again, like I said, it reminds me of Arabian Nights, and I really like it. Also on this cover, it says, They say she'll always be more gunpowder than girl. The desert has other plans. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Maybe she's going to become gunpowder? Question mark? Oh, that explains the cover with the fire. Okay, she's... Okay. I get it now. I would like to point out, even though she's described as a gunslinger, on the sequel, she's holding a bow. What? Why? What? So either something happens to her guns, or... Maybe she lights them on fire with her gunpowder. Or they're just really bad at covers, which we have seen before. I was gonna say, when we read the Mediator series, both of us preferred the covers that we read versus the yeah. old cover back when it was a different series named. Anyway, back to this book. Right, we are talking about one specific book. <laughs> Not totally sure what her power is supposed to be. The closest clue we got is on the second cover that they... Did they just finish it for this year, or...? No, I think it was the one that they originally made for the paperback. I don't uh, know if they've ever made a hardcover of this new cover. I hate paperbacks so much. Before we go into your hate relationship with paperbacks... I like that it's a hate-hate relationship, not a love-hate relationship. Well, neither one of you. Neither one of me? <laughs> Hello, other me. How are you? So good, thanks. How are you? I hate you so much. <laughs> Which one, though? <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Anyway, the other other cover. The other other cover? Are there two of them too? I'm having too One much day fun. she's gonna end up dead 
and then you'll know who to blame. What? Anyway, on the second cover, the one that's on the paperback, she's on the cover versus this sandy, I don't even know what to call that. It looks like something you would see in a painting. But like a contemporary painting. Yeah. Anyway, she's holding a fireball and she's either on fire or there is fire behind her. When I first saw it, I thought it was a burning building, but I had looked closer and realized that- Did you see the burning building? I was looking at it at a glance, okay? You know what? Because when I actually looked at it, I realized there was nothing in the background. Like, literally nothing. So her power probably does have something to do with fire, and like you were saying before, maybe she's gunpowder. Which is a stupid idea. Shut up! <laughs> maybe she's gunpowder. Maybe it's Maybelline. Ah, uh, we ramble a lot. I'm gonna have to edit the hell out of this. But, um, I guess if there's too much drama, I really hate overly dramatic books. You like romance novels. How, how? I like romance novels, but teen drama sucks. Yeah, teen drama does suck. Mostly because we're not teens anymore, so that kind of changes a lot of stuff. I never liked it when, even when I was a teen. Oh, I love drama so I like knowing about drama. I don't like being involved in drama. I think that's a difference. So I've never read anything by Alwyn Hamilton before. I think this might be her first written. Is it her debut? It may be. I don't see any other books being promoted, so I think this might be her first one. Yeah. According to Goodreads, this is the only series she's ever written. And as Dylan knows, I have a serious issue with debut novels. For whatever reason, I just cannot stomach them. And a lot of times it's because they're not quite as in-depth as I think that they could be. They miss a lot of points and they just don't come out on paper as well as I think that they could. So it really bothers me. Sometimes I can read a book, like a different book by the same author and be like, okay, this is a lot better. They learned a lot of their mistakes, blah, blah, blah. Or if it sounds debut-like, and it's not their debut novel, I definitely have an issue with the author. See, I don't have that issue. Like, as long as it's well-written, I could care less if it's a debut novel. Well, that's not what I mean. That's that's what I'm talking about. I can tell if it's a debut novel because it's not well-written. It just gets on, it just, anyway. <laughs> she has a really young picture in the back of her book. Would you stop reading the end? No, no, it's not the end. Would you stop that? No, no, no. It's Do you her, want me to throw something at you? It's her acknowledgments. And she, ow! She wrote John Andrews for motivational pictures of Taylor Swift drawn on napkins. Don't throw the other one at me! <laughs> but Alwyn Hamilton looks very, very young. She looks like she's in her 20s, early 20s. I was gonna say late teens, early 20s, yeah. But it would make sense if this is her first series. She just got done with it, maybe. Anyway, I can't pick up on those things. You can. The thing I can pick up on, though, is foreshadowing, so I'm hoping hoping it's not too obvious what's going on, but I'm also not expecting to be totally surprised. So if she can surprise me in this book, I will be amazed. Of course, that's only happened on three occasions where I haven't caught part of the ending or thought of a better ending than what was actually going to happen. Do you have an example of that? Let's not get into that. <laughs> it's happened way too many times. I'm like actually, I'm, I'm intrigued. There is no mention of what the plot is. Like why is she, what, what, what happens to make their three novels? There's gotta be something that's really, really exciting that happens. Like maybe she'll get propositioned by a royalty member person. Maybe they accidentally shoot somebody. Like, I'm stoked. I want to know what the plot is because it doesn't seem, it just kind of tells me, hey, she's this girl, she wants to get away, blah, blah, blah. It's like, cool, cool. Okay, so what's the plan? I mean, it doesn't even tell us what her powers are going to be. It just that it's that she has power when I read that I actually just thought that they were talking about her gunslinging abilities I but then that top says the gun the desert has other plans and I'm like oh so she is gunpowder 
Wait. I will say though that I will be slightly upset if we don't have a genie show up at one point. There's a guy named Jin. He's obviously a genie. There's a guy named Jin? They just say that they Jin no, still there practice are Jin. magic. Then she meets Jin, a rakish foreigner who is definitely low-key a genie, who grants her some wishes. I don't know. But if he's really a, a Jin, I wonder what kind they're going to do. Because people have done it in many different ways. Because he doesn't seem captive, at least from what we know of the synopsis. I wonder what mythos she'll pull from. If it'll just be the Arabian yeah. Nights, or if she'll pull from some other ones, depending on where the desert is supposed to take place. Because mm -hmm. Egypt is also in the desert, so she might pull from Egyptian mythology. Yeah, it could be It could be from a totally fantasy realm. I mean, obviously it is, because there's mythical beasts. Yeah. But I was going to say, it would be really weird if the UFO just shows up, and you'd be like, what? Luckily, not many authors pull weirdness out of the hat like that. One other thing I wanted to point out when we first got this book, if you look at the pages from the outside, they're all kind of bespeckled. And I really, 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 for whatever reason, love it when books are... We always like um, it when books have interesting pages on the outside. The reason we started Six of Crows, yeah, it's black. If you don't know, Six of Crows is... The hardcover. Six of Crows is red. Crooked Kingdom is black. The hardcover of Mine's Six right of Crows on the, the pages is, is black. Damn it! Crooked Kingdom is red. Why did I think it was red? Because the words are red. But yes, you were very interested in the beef speckling, and I was like, what? It's bespeckled? Because there's some really cool art, or they'll break the book up into sections, and like the pages will be all black in that section, in acts and stuff like that. But they have these really cool kind of bespeckling on the chapters, which is kind of like a... Sand? Yeah, like sand. Probably because it's called Rebel of the Sands. Are you sure? Should we check it and make sure it's not in the sands? Screw you! So we're going to start reading this, uh, possibly directly after this recording. And then we're going to meet up again in about two weeks. No, week. I'm sorry. A week. In two weeks, we're going to talk about our final thoughts of the novel. But in a week, we're going to talk about our mid-read thoughts. How we feel so far. Have I thrown the book across the room yet? Etc. Like, what, what's the deal? Have I not been able to put it down? Am I screaming at the top of my lungs, wondering what's happening next? We'll try not to spoil it for each other next time. Yeah, that's the harder thing. One of us will definitely not be with the other one in reading speed. I don't know what you're trying to say there, but it sounds like you're trying to diss me in a literary fashion. She just wiggled her eyebrows at me. Dylan is a faster reader than I am. I'll try not to spoil it for you if I catch hints of stuff. She's definitely going to spoil it for me. <laughs> the way that she just said that means that... I'm gonna try and fail. And I'm gonna have to read the entire book before she even gets close to that. But if you want to read along with us, feel free. Yeah, join us. That would be fun. If not, I mean, I guess you can just listen to us blabber on. Live vicariously through our unceasing ability to talk about literally nothing. Woo! But if you're wanting to see if you want to read the book, you can pay attention to our mid, midway podcast, I suppose. Anyway, we'll think of a name for it eventually. And we won't spoil too much. We'll probably still be in the first half of the book, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking that if the book is good enough that it like grips onto my face and forces me to read it. I'm gonna be, I'm not working next week, but I'm probably gonna read the entire book and then read it again because I will have literally nothing to do. So if you guys would like to read along with us, you have all the information of the book and it'll be really awesome to get your opinion, to hear our own, to have a lovely little discussion like this. Because Rebel of the Sands is an older book, it's definitely available at your local library. And in paperback. And in stores and in stores. But we suggest the library so that way you don't have to buy it if you don't like it. If you have a suggestion for what we should read next, or if you want to tell us what you thought because you disagree or agreed with our unprofessional opinion, send us an email at twonerdsandabook at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. Bye bye Ciao ciao!